one of the great things about this podcast is it gives me the opportunity to chat to people who are working in the industry and are on the ground every day. Um, so today I've got Shane Bathurst coming in. Shane works for AHB Sheridan and is a, a supervisor with them. My team works with Shane every day and he is a very honest and straight shooter and I'm really looking forward to today's chat because I think there'll be a lot to take out of it for everyone who's in the industry such as subcontracting trades and people who are looking to probably get into the supervising game so let's get into it and let's see what Shane's got to say and give us some feedback. Uh, so this morning we've got uh, Shane's coming to have a chat to us. Shane works with uh, AHB Sheridan as one of their supervisors. And the best thing that this podcast gives us is the opportunity just to have a chat to people who work in the industry. And, and it's the, the outcome we're looking for from the podcast isn't about making money or um, being a know-it-all, et cetera, et cetera. But it's, it's more about giving my team um, at BaseCon a bit more of an insight of what happens in the industry. And then, as you know, we put this out there and whatever other people can take out of it, well, good for them and I hope it makes a difference. Shane, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself, where you've come from, where you grew up and how you ended up where you are now, mate? Yeah, no worries. Good morning, Dom. Uh, Good to be here. Me, I'm a chippy by trade. I started that when I was about 17. I've been in the industry nearly 15 years now. Started off in the domestic industry, building houses for volume builders. Moved into the bit more private kind of stuff, doing renovation extensions, learning a bit of the, a little, a little bit of everything to do with building. Then I did a bit of a stint in commercial, did a bit of about five years in commercial. While I was doing that, I was doing cert for and building, always wanted to get back into the domestic sector. Um, that put, has always been a passion, building houses and getting back in was always the goal while I was doing that unfortunately I was in a bit of a uh, pretty horrific motorbike accident on the way to work one day which pretty much destroyed my leg and pretty much put me off the tools so that pushed me pretty much straight into let's let's see what we can get into and get into supervising get into something like that I was pretty lucky to have a job thrown my way um getting into the supervising roles yep um I was working for another big builder for AHB and I was working for them for about three years. Uh, Unfortunately, they were a bit of a franchise kind of setup, so there was nowhere really to grow. The growth kind of stopped and that was always – I've always got drive. I always want to get – one better. I always want to draw. Always want to move up that ladder and and improve myself. It's it's growth. It's personal growth. It's career growth. It's everything. So, spoke to a few builders, um, and then yeah, AHB was really good. The growth in their company, as well as how big their company is, is 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 really awesome. Mm. And yeah, I've enjoyed it ever since. So, how long have you been with them? Uh, about nine months now. Okay, so nine timing timing's perfect. Are we we're a little bit the same. So we we've only been with them for the last twelve months, and and as we both know, AHB have gone from uh, a, a medium size to a large volume builder very quickly, and their 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 upside has just gone out of out of this world. It just keeps flying. It does. So, if you don't mind me asking, how old were you when you had your accident? Uh, I was back in two thousand and sixteen, so I was yeah twenty seven. Yeah, right, eh? And it, yeah, so how long were you off the off work for? I was off for eight months. Yeah. Eight months. Wow. I was off work. Yeah. Five of those months, I had no movement in my foot. Pretty much thought I was going to lose my foot. It's a pretty life changing experience mentally and 
personally, while I was doing that, my lovely wife was 35 weeks pregnant and <laughs> had the first kid and now I've got two, two beautiful kids and yeah. Yeah, good on you, mate. I mean, it's it's not everyone can come out of those sort of things and, and find the upside to it and, and move forward. So it's a credit to you. Well done. Um, so coming across from a, a franchise builder, as we say, and, and so w- when we look at franchise builders, they're usually a mum and dad builder who have wanted that back-end support to yeah. grow that business, um, which is a great market, but it, it, they, you're right, they're, they're usually a localised builder, aren't they? They sort of cover a certain area. Yeah. Um, so going into a, an AHB Sheridan, volume builder, who cover, you know, whatever area. I mean, these guys, I mean, AHB cover pretty much all of Victoria now from, from what I understand. So, you know, you're coming into a massive organisation. What have been the challenges in doing that, coming from that, mum and dad builder to you've got a, a tiered management system of whether that makes sense challenges challenges hasn't been really it, it's more been growth it, it, it it's really exciting for me because i've gone from as you said the mum and dad that literally y- your your boss is the franchise owner mm. and and it literally it's you're speaking to one person every day the support with ahb has been uh, it's been amazing. Yeah, you, you've got people that support you. You've got go-tos on in everything, whether it be drafting, estimating, all management side of things as well. Mm. And just the, the way that they pat you on the back if something does go your way. Yep. Um, and just the discipline as well. You, your personal discipline has to be there as well. The structure, yeah. yeah. It's definitely great structure. Yeah. The structure and the systems and everything that's in place is, is completely different. Going from typing emails to book trades in to literally a system that is not nothing's flawless but it is pretty flawless my favorite two words structures and systems <laughs> as you know hey it is <laughs> live by so you're looking uh, look i mean from what i've met of you and we've only known each other for a short period of time but it from what i've seen is that you're a very ambitious young man who sort of wants to move his way up the chain up yep. the chain and i can see that happening from from the interactions you have with our business what is the goal, mate? Do you, where do you want to end up in the in the game? That's uh, if, if I had a crystal ball to tell you where I was going to go, I'd, uh, I'd it'd be good. But um, you see yourself in senior management, or I would love to, yeah, love to, yeah. It, there's, there's always that the drive, and you, you, you always want to take your boss's job, but <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't you can't go that far. Well, that's a good thing, though. Like, I mean, yeah. for your boss, that's 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 awesome. I mean. Having someone underneath you who's making use, you know, always do your best and always strive. And then, and there's that other generation. We all can't stay working forever. So having people come through, especially in construction, who want to improve it daily, it's it's only better. It's it's good for you, but it's also good for the business you're involved in. So yeah, and I found myself too. We've had a couple of young fellows come in the last couple of months as well. Yeah. I found myself really enjoying training guys yeah, good. And, and giving them feedback and let let them know how things work it's it, i do like that side too in in teaching people so so in supervising i've there's a massive turnover we we notice like we work with a lot of different builders um i mean ahb is one of our main clients and we have a great relationship but we we just notice in the industry that a lot of supervisors get burnt out right and i and that's just feedback i don't know that personally that's just what they tell us oh, i've had enough the the pressure of the game's too much i'm doing too much i'm expected to do too much you don't seem to have that feel. It it does. It does. It does get to you. Like mm. I've, it's been. It's happened to me a couple of times in my career as well, and it's it's happened to me this year. It's happened to me a couple of times last year. Mm. Um, 
there's a solution to every problem. Yep. And it's how you deal with that. Um, some guys let the pressure get to them too much, um, but you need to take a step back. Mm. You take a step back, there's always a solution. Organisation's the key in this game. If you're organised, whether – and it's it's very broad – organisation in paperwork, organisation in going to your jobs and making sure that what you've booked in is getting done and you're having that phone calls to the, to the, all the trades and letting them know, yep, this is done. Uh, mate, I need to push you back a little bit. Mm. Being organised and getting to the jobs and as, as well as your paperwork side of things, um, that is everything. If you miss one thing, it'll, it'll literally swallow you up. Communication. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. We, it, it's something I'm with my team. I just – you've hit the nail on the head is we just miss one little point of our process and the whole thing will blow up down the back end of it. So it's, it's, it's interesting. I, so construction, I'm just trying to get a feel from the volume builder side of it and the pressure you're on. Is it, is it just about hitting dates all the time or is it about quality as well? What's the most important thing from your employees or your senior management to you guys on the site? Oh, look, the uh, the time frame we get to build these houses in is is, is very tight. Mm. Um, your organisation, your scheduling is your number one thing. You have to have trades and suppliers that have to work with you. If you're having trades that are those kind of trades that they do the job, they walk away from a dead body. You're going to go in and see it. You're going to get upset. They need you need quality trades that can communicate to you and say, "Hey, mate, I need this. Hey, mate, this this doesn't look right. Come and have a look at this." not just walk away from things. Your trades, especially your, your carpenters, your painters, your tilers, all that kind of stuff that is on you virtually to, to find for yourself, they're the ones that will literally make or break you at the end of the day. Mm. So so you're expected, I mean, so to pretty much have your own workforce as a, as a supervisor to, to deliver, yeah. Somewhat, yeah. So, so, all right, so the old saying of you're only as good as your trades is is paramount here. It it's, it's you, you've got to have relationships with people who work. How easy... Being reliable. How easy is that in the industry? Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you've got reliable trades, then you will literally kill it. So this is where this podcast comes from at the end of the day is we're trying to make the industry a little bit more enlightened on what is, is yeah. going on. What is it like trades out there? Is it difficult? So my biggest struggle that I've always, or not so a struggle, it's my biggest peeve in the industry is the trades that don't let you know what's going on, uh, accept a booking a month ago, then just not show up. Reliability and communication for you and your trades is, it's everything, it's paramount. Mm. So are they there? Like, I, I, I mean, I from the guys I speak to, it seems to be a bit hit and miss. You've got people who are good one week and then, the, you know, the next week they drop their, their bundle a little bit. It is a bit hit and miss. There's... Mm probably there's a percentage of guys that you can really trust and then there's a percentage of guys which you have to literally it's i, I say it a lot of, a lot of times it's it's almost like being a kindergarten teacher yeah. this this role you're dealing with kids virtually sometimes and that the the, the whinging and everything else is it it does get to you as well yeah right so because yeah, how many trades would you be dealing with at any one time um, any one time, they like to keep us on about 15 houses. It usually creeps up to around that 18 to 20 houses. So you're dealing with 18 to 20 houses on, on site at any one time that you've got a trade at every single day. So let's just fill in the gaps. Your phone pretty much is ringing 24-7. It's, it's, it, during the, 
the daylight hours, your phone is just going off and off and off because everyone's as important, well, feels their most important yeah. trade out there. So I can imagine your anxiety levels and your stress levels with your phone would be pretty high. Earlier on in my career, yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've, I've definitely um, found a way to manage it now. Um, yeah. you, you, you get used to it. It's, it's one of those things that the more you do it, the better you become of it. Here's a tip, I think, and this is just coming from the way I run my business and we, we work together and you use our business yep. um, and I hope, and, and this this is, uh, I hope people make sense of this. We say if you guys, if our supervisors or our clients aren't calling us, we're doing a good job and I try and eliminate the amount of phone calls that go out of our office. So we use other ways of communicating because we understand that your phone blows up most of the time. So we, we spend a lot of time and effort here making sure we keep the communication up but not via phone call so you always know what's going on. But the other side of it is don't get offended if you're not getting a phone call back to say you're doing a good job. The silence is enough recognition. Oh, mate, some, sometimes the silence of your phone on certain days is is a blessing. Yeah, it yeah. Is. So a tip for, for all the other trades out there who, you know, look, it's a bit of a problem in the fact that we have a lot of young trades coming through who want to go out on their own and everyone thinks working for yourself is going to be the best thing alive. And let's be honest that, you know, we're going to make a million dollars running my own business. Well, without work, you can't make anything to start with. And our reliable clients, it, it's it's very hard. And, and construction and the building industry has a, a history of having a lot of people out there who don't pay their bills. It's And, and I've been through it. It's been a with my journey, I've had to sift through and get to a point where I've got clients who we've got a relationship we know is going to work on a financial level. AHB, Sharon, unbelievably good people, a very sus- a sustained business and are going to be around for a very long time. And to be involved with someone like that uh, for trades, I think the tip is that you need to be able to deliver the same thing every day and that same process and that same um, relationship to the business every day and not be up and down and all over the place and, and understand that you work with other trades and you're only one part of a very big picture. And if everyone works together, it's a lot easier, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. And they are really good at, at organising. And understand the pressure that you guys are under. Understand the pressure that they're your supervisor, which at the end of the day is your employer. So I, I know for a fact, to even trying to speak to senior management is very difficult. Our, our our contact point is the supervisor. Yes. So they are our employer. Yeah. So if our relationship with our supervisor isn't isn't fantastic, you're not going to get any more work, and there'll be so, there's always someone lining up behind us to take the work, as right. as we all know. And and the the companies like AHB Sheridan, they do lean on the supervisors for the feedback as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's a good point. So you know, you, you sit in meetings every Wednesday. We all know Wednesday's the meeting day. It's I don't know why it became that, but it is. And, you know, you'll be giving feedback. No doubt they'll be saying, all right, who do we need to use? Who don't we need to use? And you need to make sure you're on top of that list as a, as a trade. Um, I get a little bit frustrated when they – all as I ever hear is everyone blames each other in this game. They do. Yeah. It, it, everyone's always the worst trade other than yourself. Um, I, even if that is the case, I think it'd be better if everyone just shuts up and let the supervisor make that call. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And, and the, the big thing our management is on to us is um, – the feedback's got to be accurate mm. too because if you're not accurate in your feedback, then you're going to be found out anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. It's um, it, it's, it's, it's a very fast-paced game. And the, the, so the one tip let's, that we want to put out from this little meeting today and podcast today is 
you know, just, just those trades. If you want to have a long journey in it and, and have a business that can be sustained is that you just need to be honest, do good quality and have clear communication and, and, and be consistent. Yep. And yeah. the big keys. Yeah. And if you can do that, you're really going to be, you're never going to go anywhere. Why would someone go and look for someone else otherwise? Yeah, exactly. I always like to finish up my podcasts with this, the future. All right. So I heard this comment once and I always go back to it is we can put people into space, but we still build houses out of nails and a hammer. You know, and you think about it, yeah, right, okay. So where's the future going to be in construction um, and how's it look? Understanding, Shane, that in even my little journey in 20 years of the difference the way building is, like we've gone from the mum and dad builders where you have these relationships to, you know, most of the market now is done by volume guys and it's a different structure. Like those relationships we've just dis- discussed is completely different on how you attack it. What's it going to look like in five years' time? In five years' time. So... I think it's going to be interesting. Um, they're bringing in a lot of trade licensing for trades, which is going to sort out a few of the cowboys as well. Uh, I think it's going to be good for the industry. Um, we need to clean up a little bit. And improve quality? Yes. Yep. Yeah, improve quality. As I said, you, you tr- your trades are everything. If you've got good trades, they will do you good quality. It'll, uh, what do you think about technology? Do, do you think it's going to be a massive player in the game? I, I feel that construction is very slow at picking up technology, domestic anyway. Do you think it'll, it'll come into it eventually or not? It will in certain spots. At the end of the day, as you said, these are still handmade products and they won't stop that. It's more supply delivery, the way that you like – Companies like yourself, Dom, that are organised and you you really do have a good structure with your apps as well as your programs. I love getting on a daily basis reports of exactly what's on site and what's going on. Technology, I think that side's going to come in and, and play a part where there's a lot more photos, there's a lot more... It, it's very mm. visual, there's a lot of detailing, all that kind of stuff. Um, at the end of the day, they're still man-made products. So the supervisor role then, will it be a different person, do you think? Will they need to be more of a management material IT person than construction-based? I do believe that that will will definitely come into play a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I I, I think the next five to ten years is going to be amazing because I really – on a world scale, I think Australia is still a long way behind the rest of the world on the way we build houses – I mean, that's just a fact because you just got to look at the data on the, on, the, on the way we – with ventilation and all that sort of stuff. Um, and the products we use, you know, you go over to Europe and they're building all these houses in factories, you know, and they come out in a truck, they're up in a week. Um, we're nowhere near that here. No. Um, it's such a big employer though, so it's sort of – you don't want to eliminate people. But, yeah, it'll be interesting. So, anyway, mate, fantastic to get your insights. I think you're going to be – around for a long time in this game I really think you'll be sitting on the top of the tree somewhere because you you've definitely got the drive you're very efficient um, we love working with you here at Basecon and we hope we can keep that relationship going for a few years man so um, I appreciate it Tom thank you very much thanks for your time dude thanks